Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, what is it they say that revenge is a dish best served cold? Um, we got a story uh, that involves Les Moonves and Linda Bloodworth Thomason, or at least we've involved Les Moonves in the story on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And Bradley, the other day you brought this uh, lovely piece written by the creator of. Uh, designing women, Linda Bloodworth Thomason. Yes, she um, basically penned a, uh, a guest column, and I think it was for the Hollywood Reporter, and said that Les Moonves essentially torched her career. Now, uh, she was responsible for designing women. That's seven seasons over on CBS. She also did Evening Shade. I don't remember quite how long that ran, but all things uh, equal uh, being equal, she essentially blames him for just not liking her and taking out his you know, misogynist uh, and otherwise dastardly characteristics on her. Mm-hmm. Well, she's had the last laugh. And that last laugh is getting a sequel to Designing Women. Days, it is announced, after she uh, painted that picture in The Hollywood Reporter, we now learn that, in fact, ABC has given a script commitment to what is being described as a sequel to designing women, which went off the air 25 years ago. That's no small thing, Mm -mm. especially with a woman as talented as Linda Bloodworth Thomason. You may not like everything she does. A lot of people were critical of designing women for a number of reasons. One of my favorite series of all time. So that's all I care about. You know, the thing that this, so like if we want to bring it like present day and give kind of a a corollary to, to help people who may not have known designing women or who Linda Bloodworth Thomason is, um, this it would be like the equivalent of somebody like Shonda Rhimes, who's been celebrated for, you know, uh, the the shows that she has developed and kind of the way that she owns um, the the ABC. Uh, and now I think does she have a deal with Netflix now? In any case, she's I mean, she's been celebrated for her work. Linda Bloodworth Thomason was that at that time. And then it was Les Moonves that effectively destroyed her career. And now we know this because of this uh, piece that she wrote for the Hollywood reporter. Um, And so this is why it's so exciting that some 25 years later, 20 to 25 years later, she's basically kind of being given her due in order to to kind of bring back her talent and not to make too much of it. However, um, I, I think it's just, it's just a, it's just a cinematic moment, right? So you have someone who was at the top of her career and then essentially disappeared. She comes back, you know, 25 years later and says, well, part of the reason is this guy and Oh, look, this guy goes bye-bye 
for treating women like doo-doo. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, oh, Universe says to her, here you go. Here's another uh, opportunity to uh, do what you do best, and that's right for TV. And, of course, her husband, right, uh, uh, executive producer, producer, director, among other things as well. He's going to be um, involved on this new series, too. Before we get to some of the other um, Les Moonves things, I do want to just tell people about this series because we do oh, know cool, some stuff. Oh, cool, yeah. So she said, and this is what I love. So the thing about Linda Bloodworth Thomason is that she's just one of those people who you may like her or not like her. She seems really just willing to say what she thinks Mm -hmm. and she doesn't care if it's popular. And I kind of respect that. Again, kind of unusual for women to be allowed to have that personality sometimes without being called a A bad word. Mm -hmm. She says, quote, normally I'm not a fan of reboots, but designing women seems to have the right feng shui for all that's going on right now. And she said we would definitely have some fun. Well, now here's what we know. The series will follow the same multi-camera format as its predecessor. Cool. So it's going to be in the style of the original um, uh, Designing Women. It will focus on a new generation of women working at the same design firm uh, that the women did on Designing Women. Despite the coincidental timing, though, apparently this has been on ABC's roster for months. And uh, we don't know who those people are going to be yet, the, the the women that take over. We don't know if they're going to be related to the original cast, mm-hmm. or I shouldn't say cast members, the original characters, characters. Uh, like the Sugar Bakers and um, Bernays, <laughs> although I do hope there's a Bernays Clifton-related person. Anyway, um, so we know a little, we don't know a lot. Mm-hmm. So we're still waiting to learn on more details. But I'm excited because, again, you have the, it's not just a reboot out of, whole cloth right it's linda bloodworth thomason it's her husband Mm -hmm. it's a lot of the same people that made magic happen the first time and i do think she's onto something when she says that we are in a moment where a show like this could really be beneficial absolutely absolutely well she kind of started us down a road having a conversation about les moonves and the effect that he had had on many actresses not just the ones who have been uh named as accused as accusers people who accused him of sexual misconduct and it led us down this mm, conspiracy theory road and holly has done some due diligence on this having to do with how les moonves maybe had gotten in the way of some careers yeah so we started talking about this earlier in the week in the context of nancy mckeon now the story broke uh that we talked about it yesterday that uh there were a couple of shows that nancy mckeon was involved in in the mid 90s on cbs uh that essentially went nowhere Mm-hmm. And maybe rumored to be because of Les Moonves. Yeah. Now, and so that got us thinking down the rabbit hole. Now, okay, what kind of changes happened at CBS when Les Moonves took over? So, going down the rabbit hole a little bit, Les Moonves became president of CBS in July of 1995. Mm-hmm. Now, okay. what that means in the world of television is that Les Moonves came in right before. The 95-96 TV season kicked off, meaning that he didn't have a lot of say, if any, about what was debuting in fall on TV screens because uh, the television industry, particularly in the 90s and before streaming and stuff, they would have things called upfronts mm-hmm. and pilot seasons. That stuff happens earlier in the year. The network decides what TV shows are going to be on the air. They decide that in the spring. So Les Moonves comes in in that summer and you're like, okay. So the schedule's it. already set. He yep. doesn't have any say in what's making it to the to the fall pre yes. the fall premieres. So that year when Les Moonves because pre- becomes president of CBS, 
There are shows like Can't Hurry Love debuting. Who stars in Can't Hurry Love? Nancy McKeon mm-hmm. and Mariska Hargitay. Other comedies making their debut in September of 1995. Bonnie, starring comedian Bonnie, Bonnie Hunt. Hunt. Mm-hmm. Also a show called High Society, starring actresses Gene Smart. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, it's God, all. I rem- do you remember? Um, yeah, anyway, go on. I'm going to get sidetracked. Well, on that. And that was kind of a, a riff on Absolutely Fabulous. Mm-hmm. That show, the British show. Um, also shows like If Not For You, starring Elizabeth McGovern. And there is also a show called Almost Perfect. And that show starred Nancy Travis. So what I'm saying is that all of these comedies, most of them, that debuted in September of 1995, starred female leads. Mm-hmm. All of mm-hmm. them gone within a year. Mm-hmm. And the following year, you had a number of shows starring men, being oh. shows like Cosby, Everybody Loves Raymond. Mm-hmm. Those shows making their their debut under the leadership. Of Les Moonves. Yeah. It is so interesting. And also, it's it's also interesting when you start to go down the list of people who starred in those shows and um, see that, you know, sometimes a show with a certain actress will be canceled on a network and that actress will pop up in another show, right? Yeah. Because she has a relationship with... The, or a contract, you know, even. Or a contract. Yeah. The majority of these people did not show up again in any other shows on... CBS. Now, another show I failed to mention that was a mid-season replacement was a show called Women of the House, created by Linda Bloodworth Thomason, Hmm. starring uh, Delta Burke, Terry Garr. Yeah, so Delta Burke, Gene Smart, um, Nancy McKeon, these are women whose careers, these are the people that you're like, whatever happened to this person? Now, we don't know Mm -hmm. what, you know, like, again, we're a midday radio show, so it's not like we've got, you know, a team of researchers out there doing all the, connecting all the dots, but it it does, this particular kind of situation with Les Moonves does make you believe in, in the follow-up article that was written by Linda Bloodworth, that this is... This is something we need to think about, right? Mm-hmm. This is something that we need to uh, relook at. We can't just say like, oh, he did these horrible things over here and the rest of his career it was somehow, you know, virtuous. Yeah. Yeah. The other name that we kind of started to bat around yesterday off the air was Faith Ford. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. So she was on Murphy Brown Yeah. Um, and she she was kind of evaporated she did one of those shows i believe she was in the one um maybe with elizabeth mcgovern that you were just talking about holly but she was in one of those shows that was listed well she was on a show now i'm not sure about that but i know that she was in a show called hope and faith with kelly ripa and that show was on abc Mm -hmm. in the late 90s uh, early 2000s but then that show didn't really go anywhere right um in any case She's another one that we kind of had mentioned that you sort of didn't notice was gone until you noticed she was gone. Um, anyway, we're just continuing with our conspiracy theories around Les Moonves. There will be more of those where that came from. But when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got a question for you. What lifestyle personality do you irrationally despise? This is going to be a fun conversation. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. We'll be I've back after this on my. What lifestyle personality do you irrationally hate? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer at 651 641 1071. 
What lifestyle personality do you irrationally hate? And I would say despise, because hate is such a strong word. But, you know, you get those feelings when their show comes on the Food Network. You're like, oh, not you again. Yes, I know that feeling. I walked in on you guys having this conversation this morning, and I immediately was like, I need to get in on this. Because you guys were talking. I don't even know how it started. Yeah, Well, it just started because I was um, hating on the Pioneer Woman, because she's got a new line of... uh, Affordable instant pots at Walmart. So go do that if you, that if that's your thing. Um, I have to look at her instant pots. Her instant pots look like Laura Ashley threw up oh, on them. Geez. Um, like who needs a floral print <laughs> instant pot? Oh, yeah. Right. And also, what was wrong with the instant? I don't understand the whole notion Mm-mm. of putting celebrities on my kitchen utensils. The last thing I would put in my house is something with somebody's name on it that's like on the on the Food Network. That said, I love the Food Network. Mm-hmm. I love Trisha Yearwood. I cannot stand the pioneer woman because she drives me nuts. She is, and she's, her name's Reed Drummond. I'm sure she's a perfectly delightful person Mm -hmm. in reality. But every time her show comes on, I am just like, girl, I don't buy it. I don't buy this like narrative, this story that you're telling on your Mm -mm. show. It seems so convoluted, so constructed and not genuine. Whereas when I watch Trisha Yearwood, I think to myself, I would love to hang out with her. And she's already famous, right? Right. So she has already established herself um, in a way that I don't feel like she needs to create an image of herself. So she's not constantly trying to reinforce some notion like, I'm just going to sit here with my friends and we are going to, you know, sit on a blanket and eat a nice picnic lunch together like your friends don't do that you're doing this for your show so that's how it started yeah okay and then holly got on board because your lifestyle brand that you despise or person that you despise is it oh okay we're gonna take a couple phone calls but i will just tell you quickly who mine is rachel ray oh yeah why I cannot Ray? stand her. What's for three hundred reasons? Number oh. well, let's just start with the obvious. Okay, E V O O. Yeah, extra yeah. virgin that olive rubs. oil. That rubs. No, either just a breathe, save time by a breathe. It's called olive oil. Or yeah, or or if you're gonna call it E V O O, it ceases to be an abbreviation and make things shorter when you have to explain what it is. So irritating, it drives me crazy. She also, to me, is like the sloppiest cook. Like, I watch her cook and I get, like, twitchy because she uses the same knife on the raw food and then goes over and cuts vegetables with it. And I'm like, ish, girl, no. Like, you're putting salmonella on the rest of everything. Yeah. Ish. She's gross. Okay. Anyway, and and more. But we don't have a whole lot of time, so I want to make sure everybody's heard. (laughs) Oh, Pippa Middleton. I've gone off on her before, but I mean, oh my gosh. Leave... Stop trying to make her a thing. She is a... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Lovely, delightful, upper-middle-class woman who wanted to marry herself into aristocracy, and she did that. Fantastic. You married a banker. You're rich. I don't care. Now, she published a book a couple of years ago, and here are some of her lifestyle tips. This is from Pippa Middleton. I like breakfast. A good morning meal brightens any day. I mean, she likes breakfast. Um, that's her tip. We were we were that's laughing. That's not a tip. That's a give us another one. Holly. That's an opinion. There is something very British about tea. I mean, there has been for a couple hundred years, and I, I think it's actually a very long and complicated story. But go ahead. Games are not only fun, but are also useful for keeping children at the table. <laughs> Games at the table. We also, Dawn, uh, the person that, is, that she I, brought up. That was really irritating. Yeah, Dawn. Dawn McLean. Um, she brought up Giada De Laurentiis. And we could she, do a whole thing on her. I can't with her either. Why don't we I keep can't. that conversation for after the break? But do you want to take one of these? Uh, yeah, let's grab one really quick. And we're going to keep some of these phone calls to keep going. Let's go to Missy. Missy, which uh, lifestyle brand celebrity do you absolutely despise? Guy Fieri. I, oh, why? Starting me, oh. Batty. His tipped hair, his the <laughs> uh, that stupid hat he wears, like the Mark McGrath. Yes, the hat thing that the, like, the sunglasses on the back of his head. Oh my dude, gosh! The nineties are over. Oh. <laughs> but he is Italian, and it drives me crazy because I'm Italian, and he gives us he makes us all look douchey. He does. I'm sorry about that, Missy. We know you're not douchey, Missy. Yeah, no, you're not douchey. Thanks, Missy. 651-641-1071. You know what? This fits right into Crazy Stupid Idiots. What lifestyle personality do you irrationally despise? 651-641-1071. We'll talk about that after this on My Talk 1071. What lifestyle personality do you irrationally despise? We usually do crazy, stupid idiots at this time in the show, but we were it's having... It's Friday, and we're having too much fun. We were having fun <laughs> despising lifestyle oh, personalities. We're you all know you have one. 651-641-1071. Uh, this is My Talk 1071, uh, Colleen and Bradley. And um, we do have some callers on the line with the lifestyle celebrities that they despise we've kind of gone around the room with ones that we despise for example bradley yeah so this all started because i have just an uh, and again the whole topic please understand is is irrational yes despicable nature like yeah something you just you realize you're being totally petty but whenever i see whenever i see the pioneer woman or mom or whatever her name is come on the tv i'm like i don't know i can't with you right now Mm -hmm. and your perfect ranch life with your perfect beautiful kids with their perfectly straight teeth Mm -hmm. and your husband who always you know looks like he just walked out of a you know wrangler ad and something's wrong with that i write horrible stories about the backstory like what really goes on uh which we talked about this morning that's kind of what we got started just like you know you watch it and you're like i bet dot 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 anyway holly uh called out pippa middleton oh can i read you another tip from i wish pippa you would. middleton's lifestyle book called celebrate here's a tip for you about gift wrapping a well-wrapped <laughs> gift helps express how much thought you put into it don't forget to remove the price tag from the gift Oh my gosh. She also talks about if you're making... She's my mother, first of all. I mean, like, that is something my mother would say. 
Well, and your mother probably wrote it, right? Right. Like, because she didn't write it. Exactly. Middleton didn't write it. And there was another one I only read earlier today, which was like... Oh, a camping make- tip. No, not the camping no. tip, but feel free to share that as well. But it was the one where she's like, I may, you know, if you're making uh, lunches for the week, uh, you can portion you. Oh, chicken- this, oh, I've got it here for you, Bradley. Okay. This is this is for anybody who likes to make chicken. Here's a tip for you from Pippa Middleton. You can cut up your chicken into portions consisting of the drumstick, thigh, breast and wing. Stop. No, <laughs> stop. Stop. No. Yeah. Oh, uh, did you know? That you can portion out chicken. You don't say. The leg. I can't believe that. The wing. Wh- why? The why is, thigh. Why has nobody ever told also, me that before? Also, if I opened before? my lunch and got a leg, I'd be real ticked. Mm. That ain't a portion. <laughs> Let's go to the phones. Megan's on the line, and she's been holding 651-641-1071 if you'd like to join the conversation. Megan, who do you Hello. irrationally despise? Well, now, I'm, now I don't know what to do with the chicken thing. I That blew my mind. Right? Um, and Giada De Laurentiis was on my list because, for crying out loud, give her a cheeseburger. Um, but uh, Gwyneth Paltrow and her egg in the vagine, she's got to go. <laughs> yes. We're with you, Megan. Yeah. We're with you. We've created entire segments <sighs> around how much we irrationally despise her. And, you know, that's the other thing about Giada De Laurentiis. Mm. She, she, don't, she doesn't eat the pasta that she's making. Well, that's the thing. We we Okay, so... You can be skinny and be a good cook. There is sure. nothing wrong with being, you know, thin and gorgeous and a beautiful cook. Mm-hmm. But when you watch her make food, you're like, I don't buy that you are eating this food. And if you are, here's what I don't buy. Or no, it's not that I don't buy it. I don't live that way. Like, because I like I don't go. Mm, that's a really nice meatball. And then no, I'm never over here with Trisha Yearwood, you know, complaining about how I can't eat the entire bowl of meatballs. Right, right. Uh, Teresa's on the line. Let's see who Teresa, what lifestyle celebrity do you irrationally despise, Teresa? So I don't really have a new one, but when Bradley mentioned Ree Drummond, oh. he elicited such an angry response I had to take to the phone. <laughs> I love it. I got hooked. In, I don't know if you, this year experience is the same, but I got hooked into her when she basically just had her blog. Yes. And, I mean, fell hook, line, and sinker. I believe she was not only doing all four kids plus the ranch hands laundry, but, like, beating it against the rock. And then do a deep dive on her. And, number one, she comes from considerable money. And that husband, his family, they're like bajillionaire ranchers. So, yeah, I fell for it and got kind of angry, and now I'm done with her. Oh, my gosh. I love that you did exactly what I have been prone to yes. do, which is do a little digging to justify <laughs> your like, irrational decision. Oh, look at this nice lady just out in the middle of nowhere giving away KitchenAid sand mixers on her blog. <laughs> and I, when I heard you say her name, Bradley, I was like, preach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Teresa, thank you. you so much for your call. Uh, I had another one in the break. And oh, by the yeah. way, six five one six four one one zero seven one. If you have a lifetime lifestyle celebrity that you irrationally despise, um, Sandra Lee. Do you remember her semi homemade? Yeah, cooking? she basically is. She's she's like you and I. Yes, like she, she or your mom or any mom. Like I'm going to dump some stuff in a bowl and call it a meal. But that's a tale as old as time. Like yeah, I don't need your TV you show, show for, for that. that. Crap. And her festive tablescape. Oh my gosh, stop it! I was over it before it even started. Generally speaking, I will say I'm suspicious of anybody who markets themselves as a home cook on the Food Network for a number of reasons, but among them. Nobody's kitchen stays that clean when they're cooking. Yeah. 
Nobody's does. Yeah. So if I could just see a little vulnerability in you <laughs> and maybe like some stuff spilled on the floor. Well, and, and can I say that was the thing about um, uh, Reed Drummond? It's not that I, because I don't know her. She could be a mm-hmm. perfectly delightful woman. The thing that I take issue with is this notion that she's just a simple pioneer woman, lady, right. wife, who is saying and doing things that, because I think the women who love to watch her, and I don't have anything against that, it, it's probably more of an aspirational, like you see yourself wanting right. to live the life that she appears to live. I just don't think she lives that life in the sense that I think she probably has like, like she yells, right? I just know she gets real angry. Uh, yeah. And if you could occasionally hear her drop a four letter word, I'd, I'd be much more willing to buy her stuff. She'd be more relatable. Yeah. You'd be like, Oh, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the only people I really do buy that they live the lifestyle that they put out on their shows, Martha Stewart. Cause I just think she's that wound up. Okay. Right? Like, yeah. she's so tightly wound. Very rarefied. Yeah, I believe... Well, she's a total creation, too, but yes. we can talk about that. But I believe her. Yeah. Um, and then Ina Garten, just because she's oh, just, like, so... I know. So I buy her as, like, a personality. Yeah. I think she's authentic. Like, she's very, like, mild-mannered and, like, easygoing, and, but makes, like, delicious food. I, I buy her. Yeah. But, but the majority of people I am very suspicious of... Sandra Lee is the first lady of the state of new yeah, york that's the thing it's like you're like oh i'm just gonna dump this stuff in a bowl wait well um you mm-hmm. is that something you really ever do because i don't think you probably do no you've never done that um I, I i will say that i i haven't watched a lot of food network lately so i don't know who's on it now i will say of guy fieri i know somebody mentioned him i actually have a soft spot in my heart for him because i one of the things that is you know People like to criticize him because they think it's trash, basically, Mm -hmm. like his, you know, like restaurants and stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't judge him in that way. To me, I feel like he's just what he is. And I kind of respect that. Like he, I think, has a a little bit of a sense of humor about himself. Like he's in on the joke. Yeah. Yeah. Like he realizes that he is a fool. Yeah. On some level. Yeah. In a way that I appreciate more than somebody who's like. Look at my perfectly bonded teeth. Yeah, I my get that. My children didn't just throw something at me from off camera before we started taping. <laughs> it for me, honestly, when it comes to Guy Fieri, it is the backwards um, sunglasses on the back of his head. Yeah. If he would, oh, yeah. if he would have done away with that and maybe like judged his hair a little differently, I would probably be able to tolerate it. But I just can't. I'm like, you well, cannot walk around also, the world still like that. I also, I love. I think part of it is I love watching his show where they just eat insanely good food. And because I be him. duh. But I also get annoyed when he starts doing like the, you know, like oh, like because you know, there's this moment when he puts it in his mouth where he can't, he can't be honest with mm-hmm. you because you would never like right like if you just put a turd sandwich in your right mouth next to you. the guy who made it or yeah. the lady who made it is right there and you're not going to film an episode and be like well that was a waste of my time right right yeah makes you second guess so it's always like oh this is amazing mm-hmm. ooh the the bite to this you know he the always mouth he, feel. the mouth feel <laughs> mm, yes Crunch, crunch. Oh, that was fun. I feel like we See, exercised some stuff. You just gotta get it out, man. You do, just let it out. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show at two forty-five each and every day, we play a fabulous game. It's called the Throwback Live, and we're gonna do just that after this on My Talk One Hundred Seven One. Happy Friday, everybody! Two forty-five every day on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk One Hundred Seven One streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. We play a little game, and that game is called the Throwback Live. 
it's time for the Festivus Feats of Strength. Actually, it's time for the Throwback Live at 2.45. Hit it. Sweep the leg. I must break you. Win just one for the Kimber. Colleen versus Bradley. Oh, nerd versus party girl. In a pop culture audio battle. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face. And now, your host, Holly Roberts. Hi, friends, TGIF. It's time for the final throwback live at 2.45 of the week. Here's the rules of the game. We're going to play five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to identify three correctly wins the throwback live at 2.45. And Colleen and Bradley buzz in by yelling out their names. Colleen! Bradley! Colleen, it doesn't work like that. And Bradley, it doesn't work like that either. Oh, well, we no. were just practicing. Well, that's a nice practice Thank run you. there. Now, before we get going with today's game, updating you on the throwback live at 2.45. Total victory tally. As it stands right now, Bradley, victorious yesterday. No. Were you? no. Oh, yeah, that's Neither. right. No, we, tied we, we both won yesterday. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, well, then. No, we so actually then both actually, won. No, we both won. Yeah. I like, I'm a glass half full kind of gal. Well, I'm not. So, <laughs> you both lost yesterday. No points. Uh, but everything is up and up on the technical side over here. So, as it stands right Thank now, goodness. Colleen 64, Bradley 59. Yay. All right. Get excited. Oh. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> Boy, I'll be excited if I win. How about that? Okay. I'll, go, I'll meet you halfway. I'm, I'll be withholding my happiness mm. until later. Mm. Well, let's play our first vintage okay. pop culture Bradley audio. Oh, we haven't no, started. We haven't listened okay. to it yet. That was Holly Roberts. Here is your first vintage pop culture audio clip. Can you fly this Bradley plane? Trainer. Bradley. That's uh, airplane. <laughs> I almost said airport. I, I wish you would. Airport have. 76. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't Stop. call me Shirley. Oh, good don't job, Bradley. That is Airplane, the parody of I the airport I remember watching movies. that as a kid and being like, this movie is really dumb. But there were a couple of particularly enjoyable moments. The Jello salad or mm-hmm. whatever it was. Wasn't it Jello salad? Where, like the boobies and the Jello? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, yeah. Robert Stack walking through the terminal, punching out everyone. <laughs> so great. <laughs> yeah. you know, honestly, it is one of those movies when, like, the first time you see it, if you do not understand that it's supposed to be dumb funny. Yeah. You're like, this is just dumb. And like, then you realize, no, that's actually hilarious. Like when she's singing, the nun is singing the song with the guitar mm-hmm. and she keeps <laughs> knocking out the woman's IV. Yeah. Or the that, girl, the little girl, the girl, oh, little girl from... Sick uh, girl. Yeah, it's a good one. Go watch it this mm-hmm, weekend. Yeah. yeah. All right, moving on. Congratulations, Bradley. You have the first point in good today's job. throwback live at 245. Now, the second vintage audio clip coming at you right now. Colleen and Bradley, listen carefully and identify this. I'll have what she's Colleen. having. Colleen, that oh, is when Harry met just, Sally. That was too Thank easy. you. That was too really, easy. it was so easy. Yeah. You didn't get it. No, because I was just like, oh, I got to wait for a second. Wait, this can't possibly be this easy. Too late. It actually is just <sighs> that easy. Sometimes we like to stump you here on the Throwback Live. Other times, I know, I know. Got to make it pretty obvious. Okay. All right, the game is tied one to one. Throwback Woo! Live at two forty-five. Moving on to our third vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen and Bradley, listen carefully and identify this little nugget of vintage pop culture audio. What is the five fingers? Colleen, Colleen, what is that? Smack. That is. What even is that? What even is that? Is Dave Chappelle? Oh. doing. Um, oh, shoot, I'm, it's there, but it's Dave, it's from the Dave Chappelle show. Yes, that's fine. Thank you. <laughs> what? Did you know that? 
You oh, did? that is yeah. uh, him doing Rick James. Yes, that yes. is correct. Charlie Murphy. Charlie Can't Murphy. Win them all. Rest in peace. Two points for me. Rest in peace, Charlie yeah. Murphy. Right. Okay. Oh, moving right. on. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. To our fourth. Words. Excuse me. Donnie, did you say something? No, okay, that was me. You. Oh, that was you. <laughs> <laughs> Bradley's blah, throwing blah, his blah. voice again, you guys. What is Donnie? All right. Moving on to our fourth vintage pop culture audio. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Clip Now, Colleen, if you guess this correctly, you win today's game. Or lose! Well, not necessarily, but Bradley, you could still stay in it by correctly identifying this piece of vintage pop culture audio. Just hold on. This is driving me nuts. Oh, uh, Bradley? Bradley. Giant? No! God, that's so wrong! No! Colleen, I'm gonna start the clip for you again. Yeah, I mean, I know the music. It's driving me crazy. But you saw where I was going. But we're singing right? the song, and so if we know the song, can you just give no. us a point for singing along? Just no. Five, four, three, two, one. And you don't know. It. Yeah. Um. Sorry, yeah, Donnie. Would you like to weigh in because I Donnie? I hope I is... get this right. Is that the Magnificent Seven? Oh, oh yeah. Well, you know. All right. Singing along, I feel like I got half a point for that. No. Mm. Uh, well. No. No, no. points for you, Colleen. I tried. I'm sorry. You don't ask, you don't get. Okay, moving on to our fifth vintage pop win, culture audio get. clip. Now, Bradley, you need to get this point to stay yes! in the game. Otherwise, We're doing it. Colleen wins. Mm-hmm. All right, our fifth vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen and Bradley, listen carefully and identify this. I'm kind of psychic. I have a bit sense. What do you mean? It's like I have ESPN or something. Can always tell when it's gonna rain. Colleen, Colleen, I you know okay I know it's a parody movie, and it's uh, another teen not another teen movie. Uh, no, Bradley. Uh, can you play it again, please? Yes. I'm kind of psychic. I have a bit sense. What do you mean? It's like I have ESPN or something. Is that that's not Drop Dead Gorgeous, is it? Can always tell when it's gonna is rain. Is that your answer? Yeah. What is it again? Horrible person. It's Mean Girls. Oh, Oh, God! Yeah, uh it is. That's from Mean Girls, you guys. Oh, God! life because not only did i get miss mean girls i also threw drop dead gorgeous under the bus yeah that was terrible Mm -hmm. that was the worst part well i mean your worst part was that you said what did you even say not another teen movie yeah i mean well here's the thing it's a comedy we're going with majority points here yes no i won no i won what did i win today what did i win today what did i win today your mom 
Congratulations, Colleen Lindstrom. I deserve it. I deserve it. I I did horrible. You won a crate of Vlasic pickles there, the Minnesota pickles. Oh, I'm so excited. I love pickles. No, no, actually, that's Gedney. It's a great me. Minnesota pickle. Yeah, but she Vlasic, on the radio? Vlasic has the stork that talks like what? Groucho Marx. Vlasic. Oh, that's mm-hmm. cute. That was good. Yeah, cute. Um, thank you, guys. So can we just update the uh, the total tally? The total is... Um, Colleen, you're six, barely winning. Colleen, 65. Mm. Bradley, 59. Now, mm. Bradley, if you I win... 64. Well, because she won a game. Then oh, I added okay, a point. Fine. Give her a point. Yes. Thank now, you. Here, Bradley, here's goes. the good thing. If you win every game next week, <laughs> you do you this are- every week. I mm-hmm. love you. Nice try. Thank you. I appreciate that you're trying to take care of my ego. Somebody don't needs- let go of Somebody my ego. Somebody besides you needs to do it. Okay, uh, look who's here. <laughs> Give it up for Donnie. Oh, hey, Donnie. Bitter. I'm trying to have a conversation with you, Donnie. Then why are you so bitter? Oh, I'm just having fun. It down. Hi, Donnie. How are Some, you? I love that. Somebody needs to take care of your ego beside you. I mean, I felt like it was obvious, right? Yeah. Like, I felt like that I'm was just, thinking, just like left him open. Boy, I Something think we should I have could, more of this conversation, I could use actually. that line every five minutes on my show. Yeah, well. Yeah, ooh, I just threw it down. Go down yeah, you did. Way. Yes, you did. That's all right. Uh, Donnie, what's coming up for you guys on uh, Lori and Julia today? We're going to talk about uh, Julie Chen Moonves. Uh, do we have to talk about her and what the, all that nonsense is about? Um, I'm yeah. sure that the girls will be doing a robust Hollywood speak of that. Holly, Holly will be in for Julia oh, today. All right. So yes. I'm sure Holly will do a robust yes. Hollywood speak of that. <laughs> that is correct. Absolutely. It wouldn't be a Friday, would it, if... If what? Holly wasn't filling in. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I'm not saying. It's kind of like the, we're kind of like the Johnny Carson of my talk. They just only work four days. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it makes it easy. Must be nice. Man. Makes it easy. Holly's now the official fill in. You know, they used to be like Jay Leno. So she's the like the Jay Leno. She's, or like the Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers yes. Yeah, she but she made. Off yeah, please. I was going to say, she made Johnny mad. <laughs> she did. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be the Larry or the Gary Shanley. Excuse me. Thank okay. You. That's mm-hmm. a good thing. So, I, I like mean, that. yeah. Okay, fine. We'll take that. We'll take that. We'll take that. that. Well, that'll be fun, Donnie. That'll be fun, Holly. Enjoy uh, spending the afternoon pretending you're Julia. And uh, we'll be back on Monday. You can stay tuned to hear Lori alongside Holly on the Lori and Julia show after this. Bradley, have a wonderful weekend. You as well. Thank you very much. And don't forget, get your project down and dirty tickets. There's still a few tickets left. You might want to hop on that before the weekend. Talk on 71.com keyword comedy. Exactly. We'll be back on Monday.